0: On the Tip of My Tongue. This is a sound catalogue. It accompanies the exhibition On the Tip of My Tongue 2013 by Magazine 3, the Contemporary Art Museum in Stockholm.
1: Welcome to the fifth chapter of uh, the sound catalogue to the exhibition On the Tip of My Tongue. My name is Tessa Pran and I'm curator at Magazine 3.
2: Richard Julen. I'm Deputy Director and Chief Curator at Magazine 3.
1: You will find all the other previous chapters uh, on our website and uh, on iTunes for downloading. Um, This chapter is with uh, The Caretaker, uh, a long-running project by British electronic musician James Kirby, uh, who works under different names when creating his music. And uh, when he creates music as the caretaker that often reflects his kind of ongoing interest in what happens when our minds and memories begin to deteriorate.
2: Yes, on the tip of my tongue, uh, this exhibition project that we've now been running for uh, almost this entire year uh, has many parts and it's uh, been an experiment where we've uh, wanted to disintegrate in a sense, uh, the exhibition in itself. thats we, we might touch more upon that in a while, but that's one of the reasons that uh, James's uh, music, and particularly an Empty Bliss Beyond This World, has been so interesting to us to uh, have as a part of On the Tip of My Tongue. Uh, one thing we also did uh, is to invite people to take part of this project via text messages. So, uh, people could uh, send their number to a certain number, a telephone number here in Stockholm. And uh, throughout this fall of 2013, different types of messages were sent out to people. Um, In the case of An Empty Bliss Beyond This World, uh, there was a Friday in October that we sent out just a little sound sample uh, from one of the songs from this project. And we said uh, basically stay tuned for Sunday, something will happen that day. And uh, on Sunday morning, October the 13th, uh, people received a link to a map that led them to what is called the ice skating pavilion on the island of Castelholman here in Stockholm. And so uh, actually it was a fairly elaborate type of link because you could uh, uh, y- you were asked if, if you know, if, the, this, uh, if the phone could have access to where you are, and you were actually given a map from the point where you were to this particular old building, which is a really beautiful, Almost castle like little building on the water.
1: Yeah, it was really one of those most amazing uh, autumn days. Uh, we could not have had a more beautiful day with really just blue crisp sky, uh, sunshine, quite cold already, Um, and at 4 o'clock in the afternoon uh, people started showing up and um, all quite excited, didn't really know what was going to happen of course, Um, and what did happen was that we played um, the album "An Empty Bliss Beyond This World uh, on vinyl, Um, So in the middle of one of the the main rooms, there was this uh, record player. uh, With the music, this really uh, beautiful, nostalgic music playing and just filling the whole building. And people just wandered around and could take in uh, this music and... Um, chatting with each other. We had some warm cider for everyone.
2: One nice moment I really liked in the whole thing was that, because it's vinyl, uh, the, the, the person who walked around giving out uh, the warm drinks actually stopped for a moment when one of the A side was over, turned the record over and had uh, the second side playing. So this was an event that took about a little less than an hour. People were just talking, listening, walking around, outside, inside. It was nice, and then it was that was that was it, and that was. Uh, one of, 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 of many moments in On the Tip of My Tongue this, this fall.
1: So uh, we asked James afterwards to uh, record his thoughts about this album and um, what had been important to him uh, when he created this amazing music. And um, the, the music that you will hear in this chapter are samples from an empty bliss beyond this world. Let's uh, hear what James has to say.
3: Hello, I'm James Kirby and I'm here in deepest, darkest Krakow to um, talk to you right now about um, an album I made called An Empty Bliss Beyond This World um, The fact this album actually got made was uh, was down to chance and coincidence to be honest I, uh, I found myself in, uh, in New York Um, A few years ago and the guys I was with um, are kind of obsessive uh, record collectors so they kind of dragged me uh, uh, to a record shop in in Brooklyn and I had the worst hangover, uh, one of the worst hangovers ever to be honest. Uh, I didn't want to be there but I decided to go and I went in this shop and it was one of these shops where everything was very very expensive. So I'm, I'm looking around and, you know, I don't really want to buy records at this point. Um, but, you know, I find this, this one section of records, which was um, all old ballroom music. Now that this ties in um, to a long running project of mine called The Caretaker, which, which basically is me reprocessing a lot of this old ballroom music um, making it sound, um, in particular looking looking for certain segments to loop and, and make it sound like old memories. You know, so I'm in this record shop and I, I pick out maybe seven or eight albums. Uh, it could be more. Go to the counter, I think in the end I paid... Mm-hmm maybe five or six dollars uh, uh for these records you know and probably the average price in this place is is ten dollars per record but nobody wants what, what's in this section so i'm quite happy you know i've got this very bad hangover so i go back to the place i'm staying so when i get back to berlin a few months later i mean i'm actually at, at this point in a very nice flat in berlin and um I get a call from, uh, from the landlady who, who basically tells me I have to leave this flat within, within, the next, uh, within the next month because it was a very loose contract we had. So I figure, okay, um, and I noticed while I was in there, you know, she had a, a record player in there. So I figured, well, maybe I should record these these, these vinyls uh, that I bought, you know, for, for future future processing. at that time there was no plan to release uh, another caretaker album so i recorded the albums and i moved flats and, and one afternoon i was um i was i was in my uh, my flat in in berlin at this time and um i decided to listen back to these recordings and what i actually found was uh, was very inspirational There was a certain sound on these albums, which uh, w- which was quite incredible um, if you place it within other other my existing works at, at that time. So I was quite excited, you know. So I literally get to work. Um, first of all, um, kind of thinking what I want to do with this album because I don't particularly like uh, repeating things uh, over and over. Um, so the the general idea I had at the time was to um focus on uh, Alzheimer's actually in, in particular Alzheimer's and um try and basically uh, recreate the sound of of somebody with uh Alzheimer's disease um in in record in in, in a recorded format you know so I set to work, and um, you know a lot of these loops are disintegrating, you know, so and and, and this crackle there, I guess, um, of course with it with it being from old vinyl um and and things things were looped, and other things fade in, other things fade out and the aim uh, was basically to just create a very a very beautiful record um, which which could mirror somebody's descent into into alzheimer's because the more I researched alzheimer's because I already knew about this um with my older releases um the more the more um you notice that music is is probably the last the last thing to go um in a person who who has advanced alzheimer's so like musical memory um, is the last thing to go so Uh, that was it to be honest um uh, the album um was recorded over a period of weeks and months and i remember actually making this and at times thinking you know this this, it's it's very very beautiful and then uh, really the only problem was was working out how to string string pieces together to make it a, a whole rather than just part after part um and once that was um once that was negotiated, um everything kind of everything fell into place with, with, with this work and a lot of people seemed to um get a lot of pleasure from from the recording and weirdly I actually had people um contacting me and, and quite a few people whose whose relatives had suffered from, from Alzheimer's um and and other uh, degenerative uh, brain diseases to say you know it, it it kind of it kind of helped them in a way and and it, it, it accurately um portrayed that that kind of that kind of um that those kind of symptoms that these people were experiencing um the caretaker for me is an ongoing an ongoing project um which which I started in 1990, uh, around 1996, 1997, basically um, influenced by Stanley Kubrick's film The Shining, um, where, of course, Jack Torrance famously, um, played by Jack Nicholson, goes into um, some kind of mental, mental fugue. And appears, you know, a ballroom scene appears with this amazing music from the past. And this was always the the initial inspiration. But but since then, um, I moved it into other areas. Also recording one album, um, which um, was designed to not be remembered. So that's a very specific term. Of, of amnesia called uh, theoretically pure and anterograde amnesia, where it, it, somebody has an inability to create new memories. So that that release was was basically like a fog, which which couldn't be remembered.
2: The, this album, an empty bliss beyond this world, uh, came out in two thousand and eleven. And I think we've both listened to it uh, many, many times, right? <laughs> In different ways. It just happened to—I I, I happened to hear it at, uh, on, a, on a radio show. Somebody said, "This is uh, just an amazing album that came out." And for some reason, I—I I, I heard it, much like the little sample we sent out to people. I just heard ten seconds, and it touched. You know, you know yourself. You know when you f- hear it the first time, you just want to hear more. And so it just—I uh, think—in our discussions around an empty on, <laughs> <laughs> on <laughs> the <laughs> tip of my tongue, an empty to bliss beyond this world—quite naturally came up because we've been talking about disintegration in a sense, in, a, in a p- perhaps more in a positive sense, but and fragmentation is something that has come up so much is such a central um, theme. Mm. And and Empty Bliss Beyond This World, I I feel, is...
1: It's just that.
2: It's just that. So it's kind of a... It's, in a sense, a soundtrack Mm. to this project. So it just felt so great to be able to integrated into the whole thing
1: i think what is so fascinating with the memories and and uh, how the the brain functions i mean that what what james is so interested in um, is this um, fragment Characteristics that memories have, like dreams.
2: I mean, because in fact, an empty bliss beyond this world. And I think, in in uh, James's case, I mean, it it's, it's it is actually quite a dark world. And the fact that, uh, as he says, I mean, the whole project, the caretaker, comes from a very dark place of, of basically insanity. Mm. So yeah I mean it, it, knowing both of us of an empty bliss beyond this world having listened a lot to it I think why it became part of on the tip of my tongue is that it was inevitable uh yeah it in was so
1: interwoven with uh, I think the our lives at the, at the moment when yeah. we were talking about uh and planning on the tip of my tongue yeah I don't know how
2: how should we uh and this particular chapter? It's
1: quite hard because it's, uh, it's like we said with on the tip of my tongue um, that we don't want to define things too much uh, and at the same time we've been talking a lot um, mm-hmm. in the sound catalogue um, and somehow it just it would be nice if things kind of stay on the tip of, of uh, our tongue um, mm. and we'll see what comes out. Yeah, let's next. keep it there. Yeah,
2: yeah let's, let's, let's release another chapter at mm-hmm. some point. with. There's some, That's uh, good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. To be continued.
0: <laughs> this was chapter five of the sound catalog to the exhibition On the Tip of My Tongue 2013 by Magazine 3, the Contemporary Art Museum in Stockholm. The full sound catalog is collected on magazine3.com and iTunes. The exhibition and sound catalog is curated by Richard Julin and Tessa Praun. The sound catalog is produced by Thomas Rynai and Jens Nielsen. Editorial staff, Liv Stoltz and Nina Everly. Speaker voice, my name is Amon Ray Running Horse. Magazine 3 Colophone. The director of Magazine 3 is David Newman and Katcha Finkel, his PA. Deputy Director and Chief Curator, Richard Julin. Curator, Tessa Prown. Communications Manager, Lisa Bustram. Assistant Curator of Collection Research, Bronwyn Griffith. Assistant Curator, Nina Everly. Curator Program and Education, Sarah Shellstrom. Substitute Curator Program and Education, Liv Stults Administrative Director Tuve Schalin Administrator Erica Magnusson Substitute Administrator Eric Johnson Chief Technician of the Collection Thomas Nordine. Chief Technician of the Exhibitions Christopher Garney Technicians Tony Oxelson and Peter Viklund Magazine 3 is an independent cultural institution under the auspices of the privately owned company group Proventus AB.